We are shows what you know We'll always watch TV And if you think we can't We'll watch more and you'll see That's why the people of the web Believe in Jim from Las Vegas Extra, extra Fire in Gilead. We don't know how to handle a fire. We're going to need all hands on deck. Make sure we're all focused on this fire because there's nothing else more important right now. Welcome to a Gilead Gazette quick take. You know we have to check in on this finale. Uh, Jacob's still getting his stuff together in Ireland, but he did record something that you'll hear after my quick spiel here on the finale. Um, So, wow. What a finale it was. Uh, a couple things I feel like that we predicted uh, or saw coming to the uh, natural conclusion did s- seem to play out, but maybe not quite in the way we expected. Uh, I mean, as we check in on this finale, we're still feeling the the effects of this, you know, Eden and Isaac runaway slash children being drowned in front of their parents, and now, I guess, hanging on the wall. Um, So that is echoing through Gilead, at least with our main heroes here, between June Serena and, to an extension, uh, Commander Waterford. Um, And, I mean, I guess this this makes sense. It plays out as it should in a lot of ways, although, I mean, again, uh, I'm a broken record about Serena, but this does make sense. She has a daughter now, or what... I mean, it's not really her daughter, but you know what I mean. In Gilead, when in Gilead. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, she has someone that she's going to be raising as her daughter. And you can see the ramifications of what can happen. And it all plays out uh, in true Gilead fashion as Serena and the other wives try to stand up for themselves and at least say, like, hey, The word of God. The word of God is important, so our daughters should be able to read this, right? That's simple. That's easy. Uh Uh-uh. Now, um, obviously, I mean, even even me as a self-proclaimed Serena hater, uh, you have to have some sort of sympathy here. Uh, But it also, it's that old, like, what's good for the goose, you know what I mean? You know, you helped build this world, and... You're only a little concerned now because things are hitting a little bit close to home, aren't you? Um, I don't know. It's just tough. Like, I, I get it. Like, it, it's it's a good theme going on because it's, you know, now it is ultimately women in general fighting for the same goal. It's not like you have the wives that are also holding down the handmaids and whatnot, although they still are to a point. Uh, but they're starting to feel the effects themselves, and maybe they're having second guesses on what they've done here in the old good old Gilead. <clears throat> now, I guess to either the detriment or to you know to this to to the benefit of this story, uh, I'm trying to gauge, and I've talked about this a lot, and maybe I'm just anal, and that's why I keep focusing on it, but. I'm trying to get the timeline here. The time, how long has Gilead been a thing? Now, I guess if it still isn't in, in its infancy, which I mean, it basically is. I mean, we're going by like June's daughter Hannah, and she hasn't aged that much, so it's only been a few years. So I guess since it is this um, 
society that's in its infancy, it does seem like it would make more sense that you have these wives that even though they're in this privileged for Gilead position, they still do remember what it was like before. So they would kind of band together. It's, it, I guess it would make more sense than generations and generations of this and then them standing up. Although I guess that would happen as well. Um, but it's just so hard for me to get on the side of these wives because I hate them all. Uh, but, you know, Commander Waterford, he's he's doing that thing. He's doing that thing where sometimes they like to play him as kind of, uh, you know, looking to Serena for guidance. And then other times, I mean, I guess we've talked, I talked about this last week with Kristen. It is in realm of his character where when that's in his face, when he's reminded that he has to look for her for guidance, he has to rebel against that in an extreme way. And especially, I guess, what he does to Serena here, it's more about the fact that she's the first one that comes into the council and it's in front of everyone else. And even even though all the other wives come in as well, it's like the fact that she comes in first and not like just a, not just them coming in parading as a group and it seems like this more uni- unified thing, uh, the message becomes Waterford, get your house in order. Like you're even, and like he's to blame that even their wives are there. Like he, he can become the scapegoat. This is what I'm building. This is what I would understand would happen behind closed doors with these men, these commander men. Um, but I think this makes sense. I think that's what they're trying to get across is that, uh, since he would be come off as the one who, whose wife is, sparking all of this clearly she's the example and then he's only he's i mean he's a piece of shit either way but he's also going to push it because like margaret atwood said um you know women are afraid of men killing them but men are afraid of women laughing at them and this is her version in a way uh, how he's going to read it is that she's laughing at him so uh, and wow what a nice what a great payoff to the reminder last week by the way when Emily is reading and uh, Commander Lawrence has to ask, oh, you know, what's the punishment for that? Nice quick retcon to set up this episode here in a seemingly unrelated scene. Oh, mwah, mwah, genius work. Uh, so, yeah, that nice little tidbat, tidbit just so they don't have to cut off uh, Serena's hand and figure that out uh, in any future scene. Uh, a finger is a lot easier to deal with production-wise than a hand. So... I mean, as we know, she does lose her finger for reading the Bible. And I guess, I mean, obviously this is supposed to be, well, this is Serena's rock bottom. For as we see later on, uh, when she makes the choice that she does. Now, uh, Rita, I mean, the way I saw it, I thought Rita's days were numbered. I mean, I guess since it's a finale, I should have known better. But they were clearly giving her cool lines and making, I mean, she's always been a likable character, but they were making her extra likable in the, like, I'm going to kill you kind of way. Uh, but it just set up, you know, this exciting escape. And we see that um, all the Marthas, of course, have banded together or have been banding together. There's the Martha connection. And weirdly enough, I don't know if it's because we talked about it on the show or if it's been pointed out by someone else in the past, but I kind of feel like this was supposed to be a known thing. I thought it was known that the the Marthas have like an extra connection. Uh, But I don't know. Maybe I made that up. 
maybe I'm just trying to make it seem like I saw it coming all along. But yes, we see the network of Marthas as they're getting June out. Um, now, I mean, obviously, what kind of ramifications we're going to see for Nick here, because I guess he has plausible deniability with what's happening, but he does. It's very clear, of course, to the commander what's going on, that Nick's in on it. And I mean, if the Marthas get it too, like June is such a piece of shit. I, mean, I think we can all agree on that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just going be, I'm just going from some of the quick beats. I think we're going to dive into this a little deeper um, later. So, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time here. Uh, you know, we got the major things. We, we do get to see Commander Lawrence. I mean, I think, I guess it was probably fairly obvious the way they were riding the line with him is that it was going to lean towards the positive. I know we talked a bit about it last week. But we do see that come to fruition. I mean, once she was in the car, even though he's being a weirdo, like almost, he's being a weirdo mostly for plot's sake, for us, the audience, not to be sure. Because he could easily have said, once she's in the car, like, look, I'm going to get you out of here. But instead, he's like, let's bump some music. I'm going to let you freak out a little bit longer. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm saving it for the big wow moment once you see June. A uh, very strange way to handle that, but I guess he's quite an eccentric man, that Commander Lawrence. Um, so, yes, we get to the moment, the end of the finale. There's June, and it's, uh, it's you know, it's poetry. It's poetry. It rhymes. We have season one ending with June being uh, led into the back of a truck with her, you know, uh, future is unknown we don't know where this is going and then here we're about to have it where she gets in the back of the truck on her way to freedom and they've been teasing it clearly all season because i mean june almost gets away at the beginning of the season then she has her potential for escape again when she's at the abandoned mansion and she gives birth by herself and now here we are finally at this pivotal moment and she fucking says no now Clearly, everyone's annoyed about that. Well, I mean, most people, and I am too. But the thing I'm annoyed about, the biggest F you to me, is when she says, call the baby Nicole. Who is calling that baby? Who is calling Holly Nicole? I don't care. I don't care what June said. That baby is baby Holly. That is not baby Nicole. Uh, oh, and real quick, going back to the Serena thing, I completely expected they were going to give us one last gut punch and she was going to run away with the baby. But I guess that's part of the show. They want you to think that. Uh, I think we'll delve into that choice a bit more once we really unpack this episode. But June says, call the baby Nicole. I hate that. June decides, you know, she can't leave Hannah behind. And I think the, the, the consensus from what I've seen online is we, most people get why she's doing it, but you don't buy it. And I'm kind of with that. I don't buy it because... The, the only way this works, and even then it barely works, and I guess it's kind of what they're hinting at, is that June has to be like this sleeper cell, like terrorist in the woods, like popping out to, you know, murder people and steal food and, you know, live, live the, I mean, I guess the life of a wolf. I guess the wolf <laughs> told us all along because... If there's any chance that she gets captured and she's back at the Waterfords and they don't murder her immediately, what are they doing on this show? I mean, Eden did half of what, not even half of what June's done. 
I guess uh, baby Holly, by the way, I guess baby Holly's the key. And that's the thing that you'd have to imagine why they keep her alive because they want the baby. But come on, come on. How many chances is, uh, is June going to get where they cover for her just because we need to have a show? Uh, but you know, it's an intriguing ending. Um, very, I'm looking forward to where they go with it. I mean, I have a lot of faith in these showrunners and these writers because they were flying without a safety net this season. I think they did, uh, they did some great work. Uh, obviously the cast is great, but they kept it going and they're showing that they're more than capable to carry this story. I'm just, it's going to be hard to see where they go from here. Um, and I mean, as quick side note, I know this isn't what they're saying, but I could almost read the end scene when like the music gets scary and she looks into the camera like mad and puts her hood on. It's almost like, oh shit, June's evil. June loves Gilead. That's why she won't leave. We didn't know all along that June was actually the ultimate enemy. I mean that, hey, cards on the table, throw that theory out there. I think that's, uh, that's just as viable as any other theory because that was quite a Sith Lord look at the end. Uh, and a badass walk away. I like, huh? I love Gilead. I'll save this baby, but Gilead under his eye, you know, the open the fruit or whatever it is. I should know. Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> Anyways, I'm rambling. That's just some quick thoughts. Stay tuned because we got Jacob coming up right after me here with some of his thoughts. We're gonna come back and do a full on episode on the finale, and uh, I think we got we got some other stuff in the pipeline to keep the Handmaid's Tale discussion going so keep an eye on the feed and hear what we're up to next thanks everybody and jacob from sweden june no june oh no i'm jacob Burrows. welcome to the gilead gazette we're doing a proper episode on the finale in a little bit just wanted to hit you with some quick scattered thoughts get a little quick take out there and my quick take is june no! June! <laughs> but we'll get into it. Um, first off, some stuff about last week's episode. Um, Kristen and Jim talked about Eden's boyfriend, <laughs> the guy who went to the bottom of the pool for a kiss on the cheek, basically. Um, and, you know, I, I, I buy Eden. Do I buy him? Hmm. Was he ready to die for this? I guess, if a lot of stuff happened off-screen, which we'll have to assume. But the important question in my mind is, what happens if they do what they wanted, if they ask for forgiveness? Because, for example, Jim said, oh, you know, he'll be, she might become a handmaid. Uh, but I don't think so. I think you got to be proven to be fertile to be a handmaid. So then, like, what's going to happen? For, for, if you get a finger for infidelity, or no, a finger for reading... For infidelity, it's got to be at least a hand. It feels like it would be more than that, but at the same time, if they're, you know, begging for mercy, and then the mercy is you get hung instead of drowned, uh, that's not really very dramatic. Like, that's not much of a choice. You may as well die for love, then. My guess would be uh, that... <laughs> This is very specific and for no real reason, but what I thought was, yeah, if uh, if they beg for forgiveness, then punishment is decided by their ruling man or whatever, which would be, you know, Nick and Fred Waterford, like the man who is in charge of that person would decide then. Um, but hey, who knows? They jumped in uh, or got pushed, and uh, that's the end of those characters. And it did feel a bit like, like they said on last week's podcast, 
what was the point of that then? What was the point of Eden? Um, because it felt like they're, I mean, it, they made it seem like that storyline was building to something completely different with all the little sneak peeks and she's reading the letters and doing all sorts of things that we think like Eden's going to mess everything up. Um, but I think, you know, I think that's a fair question for last week's episode. In the finale, we so quickly see what the point was and Eden doesn't feel wasted um, because, you know, it was to show Serena that even a good girl will get screwed over by the Gilead system. Even if you teach them to be pious, they will still get fucked because the system is made to constrain all natural behavior, basically. Um, so... I mean, June finds this Bible, this annotated Bible, and goes to Serena, which at first feels very strange, because it's been such a yo-yo act with them back and forth. Um, I think that's something that got mentioned, too, in last week's episode, and that we've mentioned before, that if they want us to really believe in this Serena-June uh, relationship, maybe they gotta like let it sit for a bit and not immediately pull the rug out from under us every time. So it feels strange when June goes running to Serena, but then it doesn't seem as strange. Uh, I mean, it seems strange that June is like, what? What? Like, doesn't understand Serena's reaction. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it still makes sense because she's appealing to Serena about the baby. We also meet Eden's father apologizing for his daughter and of course waterford is just a dick to him uh i will say it feels sometimes like waterford is written more dumb than he used to be uh like a weird lackey who rose to power by chance because uh, at some point i did believe that he somehow had earned his position or something but in part you know the flashback where we saw how serena's probably way smarter than him as if we didn't know um, and of course he's been acting like a real dum-dum, not least by, uh, knowing about Nick and June and still going like, yeah, let's send them off together. Nothing. He would never be disloyal. Though to be fair, Serena basically does the same thing when, uh, when June escapes and then she doesn't go, well, it's clearly Nick that's behind this. And it turns out that Eden's dad turned Eden in which I think shakes Serena more than the actual annotated Bible. And then Serena goes from like zero to a hundred on it, proving that she's just as dumb as Fred Waterford because she thinks she can stage a small suffragette movement and that'll go down just great. Like, this is after she's done uh, stuff like taking things into her own hands and gotten strongly punished for it by Fred Waterford. So why would she think the other commanders would like think it was even better if you if we see you breaking God's law and blah blah? Did she really think the commanders would be wowed by her whole Gandhi esque resistance? You know, peaceful resistance. I mean, she knows that Gilead kills people, right? She must. She just saw it, but she still picks up the book and reads the words. And, uh, you know, conveniently, we were told last week what the punishment for reading is. And even as it's happening, I start to feel more like Jim and Kristen were probably right about Serena escaping with the baby. And even later when she appears, I'm like, please don't bring Serena. <laughs> it's the worst road trip to ever be on. I'm still I'm still on team drag Serena down the street, though. I mean, yeah, it's. She, she's just so surprised by this stuff, you know, when these bad things are happening. She's so shocked when she helped make this 
But okay, fair play, Serena. You did the one the one right thing you ever did in your gosh darn life, letting the baby go. I'm saying the baby because even June, I mean, as I said at the start, June, no, because I'm like, ah, oh, yes, Serena did the good choice. And then June does the bad choice and you know she's going to do it. She takes out the picture and has a little dream in her head. And I'm like, you can help her better from outside. And then in my head, I'm also like, yeah, but it's pretty isolated, Gilead. You kind of can't get in or out. And then I'm like, I don't want another season of her being a handmaid. And then I'm like, well, maybe she'll get to be a cool gorilla type, you know, person. gorilla person and fight against it i i really hope so i hope it's not like back to back to the waterford helm and i mean with nick blowing his cover with the commander i feel like they might retcon that and go like oh well you know who nick wouldn't be disloyal still um but with with that i'm, I'm i don't know I get, the thing is, I know this is a better end for the season because if she gets out of gilead it's like it's kind of hard to make the show as extreme um, because you'd almost have to try to figure out a way to get her back into Gilead and start doing the resistance fighting anyway. So I'm hoping that there's more of that and not just more of handmaids and stuff. On Serena's side, though, I'll say uh, I could see how I might be brought off the puller down the street bandwagon if they make it more like i mean obviously she's not very happy with what's going on and she's even sent her own baby away i hope that means she's gonna do something now like maybe start a more proper underground sort of rebellion or something or 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 like i hope she turns i hope it's not after this like well but i still think gilead's the right place because <laughs> that would be dumb so this is just a quick take we're going to get back to you with a proper episode telling you all our thoughts on the finale, on the season as a whole, and also letting you know uh, what the future of the Gilead Gazette is. Until then, please do send in your feedback to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com, and we will include it in the finale discussion. I'll see you then. I just have one more thing to say. Stop the presses!